BP Nation, what is up, guys? We are back on the podcast. And this week, Ash and I are sitting down to discuss how to handle travel, social events, social gatherings, whatever name you want to place on it, how to handle and navigate those situations without feeling guilty for eating the piece of cake or guilty for eating the pizza or having a beer. Really, what we're talking about here is how to live your day-to-day life like a normal human being and enjoy those experiences and create those memories with your friends, family, and all of your loved ones. So that way you have those for a lifetime because nobody wants to go throughout their entire life being that guy or girl who won't partake in those events because he or she is too worried about their physique or what they look like or gaining a few pounds during the family vacation. So sit back, enjoy the episode, grab a pen if you need to to jot a few notes down or pull up the notes tab in your phone, and we're going to dive into this. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 81. I am back on the podcast. Ash, let me come back into the studio to get on this episode with all of you. But uh, we're so happy to be back. And today, Ash is going to be leading this uh, this team once again here, taking I control. Know, two weeks in a row. Who am I? I'm proud of Who you. Who am I becoming? You've grown up. <laughs> Only took 81 weeks. Only 81. <laughs> Only 81. That's Actually, 80 weeks because we posted two that one week. Yeah. So yeah. 80 weeks. But I think we missed a week. That's why we posted two. I don't know. Maybe it is 81. Still. Anyways, I've come Pretty a long crazy. way from crying to leading to doing podcasts with no outline. Solo. Like Jason Derulo. I'll solo? never do it by myself. What do you mean do it by yourself? Like not have a guest on. Like how Dan- what Danielle does. Oh, like the whole talking to myself. Yeah, never. I would be like... Uh. <laughs> like I think I think uh, when Stu Brower does that, it's badass. But I, I don't... That would be tough. That would be tough for sure. I think you could do it. A lot of the times I feel like I'm just here for moral support. So I don't know if it's, <laughs> this is a fact, but I know Stu Brower drinks whiskey when he does it and has a couple... At least I believe that's what he said on a podcast. So if I had a couple drinks and like was a little buzzed, I think I definitely could do it and have fun. Because you would just like get on tirades. Yeah, like if someone got you going on programming. Oh, yeah. Or just like somebody pushed my buttons like about a topic I'm just annoyed with. Yeah. You could just dive down every rabbit hole. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, back on track here. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what we're talking about today? Yeah, well, did we want to do any updates? I don't know if we have any. Good question. I didn't do them last week. Well, let's just skip it. I was going to say, when when does this come out? Is it going to be the week of our wedding or two weeks before? No, no, not the week. Because episode 80 is going to come out this upcoming Tuesday. Yeah. That means this one will come up the next Tuesday. So it'll be a week and a half before our wedding. Correct. Okay, that's the only update. Getting close. (laughs) All right. Why don't you kick it off, Ash? All right. So we're going to be talking about how to handle traveling and really just social events or I don't even want know. I don't even know if I want to call it social events, but just like you and I going to dinner, just events in general. Life. As, yes. Life. <laughs> Doing life as things start to open up more. This has been a really common topic with most of my nutrition clients. So I was like, well, why don't we bring it to the podcast? 
Why not? <laughs> um, and so there's always going to be events in our life. So we have to learn to navigate them. And that's also one of the main reasons, or not one of the main reasons, but when individuals are interested in working with us and they're like, well, this literally happened to me yesterday. Well, I do want to start, but I have a vacation planned. And I was like, yes, that's great. And they were like, what? And I'm like, yeah, we need to learn how to navigate those situations. Because if you're working with us for only three months, are you never going to go on vacation ever again in your entire life? Like we have to learn how to make you feel like it was a success in terms of working towards your goals while on vacation or while at social events. Right. So you're saying it's beneficial when folks do have those events in the upcoming like near future so that way we can help them learn to navigate it. So then when they are no longer working with us, they've already experienced it. They know how to handle that situation. They've been there, done that. Yes. Got it. Yeah. And this is kind of a small tangent, but the same the same as with like when individuals start working with us in a really busy season of life. Like, yeah, maybe that's not ideal because you're making a lot of changes. But if you learn how to navigate a busy season of life, when you go through like an easy, like quote unquote easy season, you're going to crush it. It's going to feel so amazing. So it's definitely important to learn how to just navigate any any season of life and any event in your life as well. I think, and tell me if I'm summarizing this incorrectly, we're essentially saying we're going to talk about how to not be a psychopath and actually enjoy life. <laughs> yeah. Instead of feeling guilty and like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. And first, I want to just talk about our own experiences. You first. I was going to say, I honestly, I kind of <laughs> threw you under the bus because I don't know if you've had similar experiences, but this has definitely happened to me. Um, so whether I went home for the holidays or really any event, it doesn't, it didn't have to be a holiday. I could almost guarantee you that my sister and I would eat a full bag of Doritos. I've told you this. Yeah, you have. And also just a side note, they ate the nacho cheese ones yeah, instead of cool so ranch. Good. I've been. Cra- I'm gonna have my sister bring them to the bedroom. There's something party. wrong with them. If you like nacho cheese more than Cool Ranch, I don't want you in our life. But, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. But anyways, so we did a full bag of Doritos, and I'm not talking about like over a few days. Like it usually was in one sitting. Like that's that. It makes me sick thinking about it right now. But anyways, and then I'd eat all the food, no matter what, any time of day, like. I'd be taking a spoon to the ice cream uh, container cart and I want an exercise. Once I saw her just stick her whole hand in. That's not true. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> you would though. Spoon, there were no you clean would. spoons. <laughs> she just went straight with her fingers. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it now though. Um, but anyways, and then I want an exercise. The only time I would exercise would be if I felt like I had to because of everything I ate, because I literally felt like my stomach was going to explode. And then I'd feel even guilty. I, I would, yes, make these amazing memories with my family, but then I'd leave five, maybe 10 pounds heavier, retaining a ton of water weight. And I'd be like, wow, like that, that wasn't worth it. And it's like, 
it doesn't have to be that case. And that happened to me for a really, really long time. I honestly, I can remember a shift happening when my coach, my nutrition coach explained what we're going to explain to you when I went to your family for the first time. But besides that, like, so what mate, was I like 26, 25, maybe 25 for as long as I can remember before that, like that was the case. I would go to my family's, I'd eat whatever, whenever, all the time. And then I'd leave feeling guilty. And I, that's at least from what a lot of my clients have said, they've experienced something similar. So I want to hear from you. Like, is, do you have some, like a similar experience or you just crushed it your whole life? (laughs) Definitely didn't crush it my whole life. I've had both ends of the spectrum. So when I was bodybuilding and then even shortly after, like the very beginning of my CrossFit uh, journey, so to speak, I would go home and I would be like the psychopath that had everything pre-weighed and measured, had it all in Tupperware, wouldn't eat any meals with my family. Uh, I just always had something ready to go because I wanted it to be exactly what I had weighed and measured and planned on doing, uh, especially during the bodybuilding phase. Uh, But then also in the beginning of CrossFit, I was doing paleo and zone and I was weighing and measuring everything I eat as well. Now, that didn't mean every now and then on a rare occasion I would eat something, but it was pretty regimented. And I I remember like taking pride in that. I thought I was like the shit for saying no to like the pizza and no to dessert and all these things with my family uh, and thinking like, okay, like that's who I am. Like I'm the dude who has the self-control and is willing to sacrifice a little bit of tasty food to look the way that I look looking back at it do you like regret that i don't regret it i don't really regret anything in my life honestly but uh (laughs) because i think it's all a lesson like it's all part of the journey so i don't i I, I tend not to regret anything maybe the fact that i didn't go to penn state i went to slippery rock instead but again penn state led to st thomas st thomas led to Pitt. Pitt led to you so like would we have ever been ready to get married i don't know but penn state (laughs) would have been cool anyway (laughs) And then I've had the opposite end of the spectrum, kind of like what you were explaining, where I would go home and I planned ahead of time. I was like, I am going to just eat whatever I want. I'm going to crush a large pizza when we order from Buck's Pizza. Pizza. I'm going to go down to over the top. I'm going to get like an extra large ice cream cone. And I'm just going to enjoy eating all this food because I won't do it on my own or with you in Pittsburgh at the time. And so on those those trips, I don't think I really felt guilty during because I had gone into it with the expectation of, okay, I'm going to eat basically like a madman. Mm-hmm. And But it was afterwards that I was like, oh, was that worth it? I don't know. Like, should I have eaten all that? I don't know. So I don't know if it was guilt. It was more like reflection and wondering, was that the best choice? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I definitely think both... All three of those scenarios, I don't think that's necessarily how to do it. I think there's a much better way to like set yourself up for success. And it's also kind of your first scenario. It's so silly to set the goal to keep things the exact same when you go to these events, when you go home, if you go to a wedding, like just examples. 
and be as disciplined as you are when you are home. Especially our wedding. I want you to come there and just be a <laughs> fool. I want you to slam beers and just eat barbecue all yeah. night. But when you do that, you're literally, in my opinion, you're setting yourself up for failure from the get-go because what is the need for you to be that disciplined in in those events, you know? Yeah. Um, and so the goal in traveling or really any event is to enjoy your time. It's to make amazing memories and to leave feeling successful. So like, how do you do that? Well, before we get into how, I just thought when you said that, my uncle John, mm-hmm. he always says, and it's, you obviously can't see everyone listening, but he grabs his belly and <laughs> shakes it up and down and says, these are the memories. <laughs> I forgot about but that. But it's yeah. so true. Like a lot of, a lot of relationships and stories and bonds are shared like over meals and like mm-hmm. through through the foods that you're eating like in different cultures and in different places and so yeah you don't want to be the guy or girl who won't eat you know the birthday cake or who won't try i don't know i'm making things up the pad thai or you know like just won't engage in those things and be part of that experience yeah yeah absolutely i completely agree and i think a lot of people don't don't think about that when it comes to like when you think nutrition like For sure. those memories creating those that's a big part of it and so like I mentioned like wh- what do you do how do you leave those events feeling successful well you literally you ask yourself what would success look like to me what would I be proud of before going to this event before going to dinner before going on vacation whatever it is And again, I can't be doing the exact same thing that you do when you're at home. Like, trust me, it's not realistic. And when we had the expectation of being the same as we always are, when things don't go as planned, because like I said, they probably won't. You're in a different environment. You say, screw it. I'm going to eat everything and anything because I already failed. It's that all or nothing mentality. And then that downward spiral begins. Yeah, absolutely. And it actually, this episode makes me think of a recent post. Well, actually, it was an older post, but I just saw it recently on uh, Jordan Syatt's Instagram. And maybe it was a recent post. I can't figure it out now because I was looking at a bunch of his stuff. But anyway, the post was the title uh, being no one ever got fat from eating one donut mm, or something along like those lines. That. And the message is essentially what you just described, the all or nothing mentality. Like you don't get fat from eating one donut or one slice of cake or one slice of pizza or the the half dozen wings, right? You get fat when that turns into, okay, I ate one, then I ate three, then it turned into seven. And since I ate seven, I figured, well, hell, I already failed. So I may as well eat cheesecake too. Mm -hmm. And then I go to bed feeling like shit because I think I failed. And then I wake up in the morning and think, well, I already sucked yesterday. So I may as well start today off with some pancakes and syrup and like all the toppings. And well, hell, now, I mean, the Monday's almost here. I may as well just restart on Monday. And you fall into this, you know, 72 to 96 hour downward spiral, uh, which is that's what leads to the problems. Yeah. And honestly... It doesn't typically last for a few days. That's when it turns into weeks, turns into months, and then turns into years. And then you're like, what the heck happened? 
Yeah, hundred um, percent. So that's definitely it's that's so important. And so, kind of getting back to what success looks like for you, pick one to two things that you can be consistent with, no matter what, that you know you are going to prioritize. And honestly, I say one to two things, but if you can, I'd pick one. And so. Some examples that I recommend to my clients are incorporating one veggie in one to two meals per day, following the plate method two times a day. And the plate method, think of it like a normal size dinner plate, half of it's filled with veggies, a quarter protein, a quarter carb, and then a little bit of fat. Um, Having one serving of like dinner and not going back for seconds, that's one that I try to apply a lot. Um, looking at your week and planning what meals you know you can make yourself versus what meals are like others going to be making for you that you don't necessarily have control over. What so thinking about like what do you what can you have control over? Uh, with exercise, moving for thirty minutes every day. Maybe it's going to a local CrossFit gym. Maybe it's doing the move or build program. Maybe it's going for a walk, but just having that goal of movement can kind of set you up. And then with alcohol, a big one is having alcohol versus dessert, maybe picking one or the other, or drinking one full glass of water after any alcoholic beverage can be another one with hydration. Yeah, I like a lot of those mainly because when I do this myself, in the past, I've always done it as more of a restrictive effort. Telling myself that, okay, I'm only going to allow myself to eat five slices of pizza instead of eight, you know, or I'm not going to allow myself to drink the alcohol because I'm going to have, you know, dessert instead, or I, it just was always a negative mentality surrounded, but that surrounded that situation as opposed to something that would be. Like, I get to do this. Yeah, I get to do this and something that would be successful as opposed to restrictive. Like, something that I'm going to do as opposed to something that I'm not going to do. Yeah, absolutely. We we can actually get into that now because it was part of, part of my plan was to talk about that is setting these goals versus creating, like, quote-unquote rules. And rules can feel extremely restrictive, like you just said, Derek, and... I'm sure you felt... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You called me Derek. Is everything okay? I don't know why I did that. That was super serious (laughs) and awkward. You've never called me Derek. Yes, I have. Not on the podcast. Maybe a handful of times in our life (laughs) When I'm mad at you. (laughs) Yeah, even then, though. I don't even think I call you Derek when you're mad at you. Yeah, not really. So this is serious. We're going to need a little... So don't set rules, y'all. We're going to need a counseling session (laughs) after this episode. We'll fill y'all in. That's how serious I am about not setting rules. (laughs) Continue Um, on. Okay, can I go on? Yes. (laughs) So uh, what was I going to say there? I'm sure you've been in a situation where if someone tells you not to do something, that's all you think about. So, for example, creating the rule, I'm not going to drink any alcohol at this event or at dinner. It can literally make you think about drinking alcohol the entire time and ruin the experience and almost make you feel like you leave either annoyed or unsuccessful or guilty if you give in to that temptation. And so think of things that you can add to your life versus take away and you're going to be 10, 100 times more successful. 
Yeah, Do you agree, sure. Derek? I completely agree. The <laughs> one thing I just wanted to go on a quick tangent because I just never, I think you and I are just different and there's other people that are like us, but we like we bring up alcohol a lot because it's something that a lot of people really enjoy and partake in sometimes probably a little too much mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where when i hear it it just i have trouble synthesizing that because i look at it as how how often do you think you and i drink maybe three times a year yeah okay well that that we'll have like a beer maybe once every two yeah months. let's say this let's say how often do we drink more than one beer I would say it's probably three times a year. That's Maybe. an exaggeration, yeah. probably. Yeah. Every now and then we'll have one beer, like at a dinner. But to sit down and have more than one drink, it seriously never happens for us, except for maybe a big holiday or family vacation. That said, it's one of those things where I think I don't, I, I just don't understand it because people, there's people that drink alcohol every single day. Mm-hmm. And I, what I want to know is, is, does that happen because of the effects of alcohol, like the downer effect of it? Like they want to quote unquote unwind at the end of the day. They kind of want to have that feeling of being relaxed or do they genuinely enjoy the taste of it? You know what I mean? Mm, I Cause I'm willing to say it's the first. Gen- yeah. I don't know if anyone can genuinely love the taste. Like, unless- but here's my point. If you don't love the taste, yeah, that's something to definitely work on because other than the f- the fact that it gets you drunk, it has that effect on you, it's providing you no benefit whatsoever. No, but some t- a lot of clients, I think, will use it too like, or partake in it because of social events. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like we're, I think we're not in the norm when like if we go to a friend's and they pull out, they're like, oh, you want a drink? And we're like, oh, no, like that's okay. I don't think a lot of people do that. Def- definitely not. I just, I thought, I just wanted to go down that tangent real quick because it's yeah. one of those things where I think. It's hard oh, I think f- we could do a full episode on alcohol, to be honest. Yeah, because it really, as great as it is on occasion, it, it's cr- soul crushing when you do it consistently. Uh, soul crushing, body crushing. Well, that's what like, I mean by soul crushing. Like, crushing. it's just, it's destroying your goals. We will have to do a whole episode. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a big topic. I'm yeah. passionate about that one, too. Big. Yeah, big. Big, Derek. <laughs> big. <laughs> All right, back okay. on track. Um, and so how I mentioned before, I just wanted to reiterate, focusing on those one to two things is key. Anything else that happens, cool. Awesome. It's a bonus. But this way, you're changing your mindset from, I'm failing, screw it, I'm going to eat anything and everything, and I'm not going to exercise, to, heck yeah, I'm hitting this goal I set for myself, and I'm crushing it. And it's that simple. Love it. Um, anything else before we kind of wrap up? I know that was a short one. Oh, I did just want to say, before we make this a- episode on alcohol, I just wanted to be clear, we're not against alcohol. Oh, no, we drink. We're not like the, I mean, hey... We just said a very little. We've given up alcohol, look how awesome and stoic and amazing we are that's no. not what we're i mean saying. i might give it up though i like it my body hates it oh yeah you like swell up yeah you're like, like that i might be you're like violet in the willy wonka <laughs> yes. movie 
Yeah. Ashley drinks a, a like a heavy beer and instantly. Not even heavy. It's been it's anything nowadays. Okay, any beer and instantly her toes swell up to sausages. Yeah. So maybe not you will just cut it my out. hands. Too. But you're not cutting it out because you're like quote unquote against alcohol. No, no. Yeah. You just have adverse reactions. Yes. Anyway, back on back on track with this episode. Uh, I don't have anything else to add in regards to setting those goals finding success and uh, just executing on that. Okay. Well, perfect. Then I'll kind of just wrap it up and just kind of with a reminder of traveling and going to these events is all about, remember, creating joy, making memories, having a blast. So we absolutely shouldn't be allowing our fitness and nutrition goals to take away from those experiences. We're here to tell you that you can travel. You can hang out with friends. You can go to events And you don't have to feel awful. You don't have to feel guilty. And trust me when I say this, because I've gone through it, it's such an amazing, rewarding feeling. And you can apply this to so many areas of your life. Hell yeah. And I'll say this to, to cap things off as well. Coming from someone who's been on both sides of it, in retrospect, because you obviously don't understand when you're in the situation and you are being super restrictive and not engaging in all of these things and partaking in all of these great things and creating these memories, but you're going to be way happier and have a way better quality of life and be way less critical of yourself if you just find that middle ground mm-hmm. and engage in these things and not be so restrictive in your efforts it's going to be life changing. Absolutely. I completely agree. Sweet. All right. Is that it? We're wrapping it up. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, As always, we love you so much and we will see you next week. Bye y'all. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first time tuning in or if you're here with us each and every week, we cannot thank you enough. I just want to take a moment to attempt to express our gratitude and our appreciation for all of your love and support. We could not do this. We could not continue to show up week in and week out without all of you. So if you enjoy what you hear in this channel, as a small token of your appreciation, please head over to Apple, leave us a five-star review, leave a comment in there as well. That's how we reach more people and change more lives through this platform. If you don't follow us across all of our other channels, and I apologize if you can hear the garbage truck out the window right now, they just decided now is a great time to pull up. Uh, But if you don't follow us across all those other channels, get on Instagram, give us a follow. Get on Facebook, like our page. Uh, Get on TikTok, follow us on there. We aren't posting on there as frequently, but we're still there. And then lastly, we're about to revamp our YouTube channel. So head over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. You can check out the exercise library that's on there now. We have all kinds of videos, but we are about to really, really, really increase not only the amount of content that we're releasing on the channel, but the quality of the content. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Once again, guys, we love you. We appreciate you, and we'll see you next week.